0: Right. let's turn to the first part of today's brunch and that is an excerpt from Lion Rockers which is every Saturday morning at 8.30 and last week I got the honour and the privilege to chat with Professor Frederick Bao and uh, he's a wonderful guest really really as you'll hear in the excerpt and he talks a little bit uh, about practising theatre as a minority in the US when he moved there and finally deciding to come back to Hong Kong to find his own roots and bringing back his knowledge to nurture talent uh, in this industry he subsequently became a mentor to many many uh, famous actresses and actors uh, here in Hong Kong so let's have a listen
1: i feel like i'm very fortunate person because uh, all my experiences are uh, very Uh, not only uh, eventually uh, um, let me do what I want to do, but also the passage is also full of uh, very interesting uh, uh, things for me. Uh, For example, you're talking about when I first arrived in America uh, to study. uh, Actually, I applied for the graduate school. Uh, at the University of Iowa, Iowa City, Iowa, and it's an old drama school there. It's a very good school. So I applied and I was accepted, but because of my major, my undergrad major is not in drama because in Hong Kong there's no, at that time there's nothing you can study drama with. I was studying English literature. You know, but I have some drama courses, uh, at, uh, Baptist College. And I was very, I was a chairman of the, the drama club, you know, of course. <laughs> and then so active. And, uh, and so, so they understood and they accepted me at Iowa, but I have to catch up some undergrad courses. So I was packed with the classes. Very, very... Ten, very tough, very uh, tougher task, you know. Yeah. And uh, But the funny thing is, I think it's worth it to talk about, is because I like theatre and and I like acting, but n- not necessarily I only want to be an actor, but I, I know acting is a, an initial interest uh, to many young people, of course. So I want to study acting, not just the uh, theory or the books, you know. So I have to audition for the class, you know. And the interesting thing is when I finish my presentation uh, doing a monologue uh, from the Glass Menagerie, you know, uh, and the the teacher that, you know, America is very typical. They will ask all the students now, what do you think about this uh, yeah, young man came from Hong Kong, you know? And they said, we think he he really can act. He's really good, but we don't know what he's talking about.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't forget, I'm an English major. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> And, but, and, but
1: now i understand is because not only i did not reach the the standard of course is uh, when you speak for acting uh, on stage uh, you you need to another, really uh, project yeah it. yeah, uh, yeah uh, articulate and all that but also i realized that they haven't heard from somebody from foreign country exactly. as well. It
0: comes down to representation, yeah. and they've not been exposed right. either.
1: Right, yeah. so, so that's very interesting.
0: That's very, food for thought indeed. Yeah, but, but
1: there's a good uh, uh, push me to really work hard and then to, to try to improve my English to at least to a level that I can perform. But greatly, two years later, when I was at Iowa, I got to play Hamlet.
0: Hamlet Hamlet, William Shakespeare
1: Uh, Not just in the Hamlet I play Hamlet. Hamlet
0: What was that task like? How did you feel when you got that that role? That was
1: difficult. That was hard. That was hard. I'm grateful. I'm so grateful for the professor, the director, professor. Uh, He gave me the opportunity to play this part. Of course, I later on realized that there's a reason as well. Aside from he he, he obviously gave me a a great opportunity to, to play that part. but Also, in his concept. Of doing the production At that time You know There's They tend to Find some innovative way To do Shakespeare You yeah. know So I Feel like uh, Later on I realized uh, He never said Anything about it But I realized He wanted an outsider To, to have, play Hamlet
0: Yeah Wow, and you—you understand? You, you understand? Being American, you, understand yes. that, you know,
1: uh, outside, so so not necessarily because of the race or the uh, whatever is the the, the if they make the audience feel this this person. Is it isolated.
0: I see. Is wow, that's like really philosophical. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But well I, that's my, I, I, at least I interpret it that way because it's such a impossible f- to think that he would give me because at that time there's no no minorities,
0: not not even blacks. Wow. You know? In your class, were were there other Chinese students? No,
1: no, not at all. No Chinese, not Asians, and no, no, other none, Asians. None, none. Wow. This is in. the... Uh, the late 60s and early 70s in uh, in america you know um you you can see these um so we call minorities mm-hmm. in the uh in hollywood or even you on broadway some of the the, um, the the chorus uh the, but there's nobody like the, today there's no minority can play the lead or like um there was you know, no crazy you know, uh, rich yeah 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 like yeah. Asian, like this years oscar yeah. Michelle oh, Young, yeah. yeah, no, no such a thing. Yeah. So I, I, I'm very grateful. Yeah. Uh, so that really encouraged me to continue to pursue and to study, to learn.
0: Yeah, because you're super versatile. Not only you know, are you an accomplished actor, you're a real theatre practitioner, directing, um, stage management. You've really embodied all of that. <laughs> After your studies, you continue to stay in America for a bit. What was your first job? Well, that's right. Uh, now, it's, again, it's amazing
1: because uh, at that time, uh, I studied the, the degrees, MFA. At that time, is was a new American degree at that time. So the MFA is equivalent to a PhD and because at that time, there's no performing arts PhD, you know. So, so I, if I want to, to get a job, I can at least teach you know and especially in a small college I'm sure I can do that because it's a brand new degree highest degree in the performing arts but I didn't want to do that because I know that I haven't learned enough you know so I only want wish that I have a chance to to sort of have some practice in the professional theater but who could give you the such an opportunity like I said at school even students don't have minorities but um, but my professor was very kind. Appreciate uh, that what I can do. So he recommended me to Berkeley. To Berkeley. Berkeley has a resident company called Berkeley Rep, I still exists now right now. And Berkeley Rep at that time, of course, is a, a different uh, bunch of people running it. Uh, basically, they are younger people, and uh, they're more uh, open-minded. And uh, so they said, well, if you want to taste a little bit of something, we can offer you an apprenticeship, you know, for six months, you know. At that time, actually, I can only allow to stay in America for like about six months or so as a student with a student visa. So, so I said, great. That's what I really want. So as an apprentice at the repertory theater, uh, actually, I do everything. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I uh, take care of the, the house. The And the uh, yeah, prop, whatever. And then in the evenings, uh, we pick up tickets, you know, ticket picking, you know. Uh, but, but I can get to see rehearsals and performance. So and for that's me, priceless. that's great, yes. right? Yes. Okay. Here is one of those movie stories coming. They are rehearsing Julius Caesar. And two weeks before the opening, uh, one actor got ill. And who played a small soldier's part, a young soldier. And they couldn't find somebody right away to pick it up because it's going to open. And so they said, well, what about this? <laughs> Freddie Mao. And <laughs> uh, then, you a short name called Freddie, uh, Frederick Freddie, uh, Freddie Mao. He just graduated from, uh, you know, drama school, you know, and, and play, and why not, you know? Uh, I remember that was the the, the actress uh, who recommended me. Uh, so I, I'm always grateful to her. She played Portia in uh, Julius Caesar. I even forgot her name, you know, but she played Portia. And uh, she recommended me. And the artistic director as well as the director said, well, that's right. This soldier's part is a small part, uh, even though they they combine something in it, so make it more interesting. But it's still a very small part. So why not, you know? So when the show opened, and of course I enjoy so much playing that little part, right? The, the, The critics just panned the show. Just say, you know, especially the uh, Berkeley Gazette. I still remember Berkeley Gazette. Say this play, they, they're trying to do something new again. Also something sort of a revolutionary, something like that. They said, this doesn't work, you know. And then in the last paragraph, the last uh, 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 review, say, the only good things is Freddie Lucius, who gives warmth and truth to the part.
0: So you were, the, you were the so the whole play got poor reviews yeah. except for the, yeah. the, yeah. the
1: person then, playing yeah. the soldier. It sounds so you know so you know, right now uh, people probably don't believe it, but it's absolutely true. And they still remember. Unfortunately, I lost the the clipping. You know, otherwise I can show it people. You know, this is absolutely is exactly that sentence. You know.
0: How did you bring warmth to that character? I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, my innocence, maybe. I don't yeah. know. So, so.
0: I love that story. Yeah, That's it's brilliant. a
1: wonderful story. It's <laughs> like a movie story, right? <laughs> and so the artist director told me that, well, if you like to act, I can keep you for another six months and you just apply and working, uh, you know, working. Uh, yeah. And so, then- So I stay. And then I was uh, invited to act in Magic Theatre of San Francisco, another very well-known uh, ex- experimental theatre company. And then later on, another Napa Valley theatre. They established a full company, inviting me to be a full uh, member of the company.
0: Professor, Ma, so that's is, how I started. That's incredible, because at that time, like you said earlier, there's not a lot of none. minority actors. No, no,
1: none none, none. 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 Yeah.
0: Did you ever feel? isolated
1: um,
0: or a lack of sort of role mo- maybe not role models because I think role models can come now, in different I, now, shapes and forms To be races. honest, yeah.
1: truly honest I didn't, I didn't feel that way uh, because I think that uh, aside from Berkeley Rep, the Magic Theatre, the Magic Theatre the was run by a, a gentleman called John Lyon, I remember his name and he offered me some new, new roles to, to it's more Kind of experimental theater piece, so it's a wonderful experience as well. And then the Napa Valley Theater uh, is run by a bunch of uh, young people. Study in New York, and they came back to California, uh, where their home is. Uh, and then they started at the the theater there. Mm-hmm. And again, I I met the people who who are open. Or very open arms to invite me to join as a regular acting member, so I I am not only I, I I'm honored and I'm really grateful because uh, th- this kind of opportunities doesn't have necessarily happen even today not that easy happen. But there, you know what I did, I got to practice all the basic classical, mainstream, as well as the new plays, uh, practice on stage. Uh, Shakespeare, Moliere, Ibsen, Chekhov, Pinter, Bragg. You know, I got
0: to play. And you brought a lot of your knowledge, well, you brought all of your knowledge back to Hong Kong. Um, So how did you transition? What made you move back to Hong Kong?
1: Well, that's another long story, but I make it short. Um, Basically, after I was in the States, because then a few years later after uh, Napa, I was, uh, get to direct and uh, run the company as well, which is uh, unheard of, uh, unheard of, but um, they, they, they people offer me these kind of uh, opportunities. Of course, I, I eventually, uh, I, 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 I learned so much from it. But then another thing happened. Hal Prince and Stephen Sondheim is doing a musical in, on Broadway. It's called Pacific Overtures, and it's about the opening of Japan. So they want to do the show with a, a group of Asian cast, uh, and but the the play was done in an American musical style, Kabuki musical style. <laughs>
0: That's a very interesting juxtaposition. I know. Yeah.
1: It's only how Prince and Stephen Sondheim would do. They already did uh uh so many things, you know, um cabaret, uh, uh cabaret of course not Sondheim, but uh, uh follies and Night music and company uh, all of play. So at that was the time how Prince and Stephen Sondheim at their highest, you know, um, Broadway. So they they have the 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 privilege to take some such a uh, opportunity, challenge, you know, to do such a strange thing, you know, uh, and uh, so they they audition people uh, uh, nationwide, uh, east coast and west coast, of course. So I auditioned for them on west coast, on in on Los Angeles, and one audition, and they picked me up after just one. One. Uh, of course, Hal Prince is uh, again. I- I'm eternally grateful for such a fantastic opportunities uh, for me to be on Broadway. So I was on Broadway and in *Percival*, which is and which is a legendary production. Now the reason I mentioned it is because after that, that makes me be able to try at least to try to to stay in new york and try to see what i can go from there because after i've done the broadway show it gave me a, 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 a certain support you know otherwise i will not be able to find a manager you know i mean you know you know in new york city you have to have somebody represent you you cannot just go around chasing for looking for jobs yourself right so because i did house production so it's different. But I also realized, uh, even though I did many things, but I realized that this still is not, my roots is not here. So when I, after a long time, because I, at that time I'm more or less established in America, even though I'm not a famous person, but I, I have, in my own community, I, they, they recognize me and uh, I was doing things, you know. But then there's the invitation from Hong Kong. The Hong Kong Academy for Performing Arts is established. And they want somebody with knowledge, experience and to teach.
0: Yeah, and that's how you that's came back. That's how I came back. Amazing. And you've been a mentor to many outstanding, many, many outstanding actors and artists uh, here in Hong Kong. Thank you. And that's, why, that's what makes you a Lion Rocker.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much. Let's talk about yeah. the Lion Rock spirit. Yeah. What, what does it mean to you, Professor Mao?
1: To me, it's, it's exactly. I mean, your program is very right on. Uh, it's the Hong Kong spirit. The Hong Kong spirit is that um, you you have to have certain principle uh, to do the good things, to do the right things,
0: and do your best. And that was Frederick Mao, professor. Frederick Mao. If you enjoyed his line rockers, then do head back to our archive on Radio Three and you can listen to the rest of the stories uh, rest of his story and also many other stories of other line rockers that we've interviewed. Uh tomorrow's line rocker will be social worker Sheila Shan. Now she is a familiar voice here on Radio Three. We often hear her on various programs. We'll hear a little bit more about her humble beginnings of moving to Hong Kong when she was just eleven years old and not speaking any Cantonese or any English and how she managed to learn everything and, and to uh, help others now here in our community.